You are now listening to The Widehorn Project. Thanks for tuning in to The Widehorn Project. Alec over here, Dylan over there, giving you the best in podcast content. Let's jump right on into it. We have a really abbreviated quote for you today. Comes from the wonderful Mr. Miyagi. Dylan, you know what movie that's from? Dylan, tell me what movie Mr. Miyagi. Oh, in. it's The Karate Kid. The Karate Kid. Um, easy, simple. You probably know what I'm going to tell you right now. If you're listening to us, wax on, wax off. Dylan, hot take. What's, oh, what's the first thing that comes to mind with wax on, wax off? Tell me. Dude, sometimes you got to go hard. Sometimes you got to go soft. And at the end of the day, it's all about repetition, baby. You're doing it. Mm-hmm. You're doing it one way. You're doing it the other way. You're doing it upwards, downwards, backwards, side to side, moving all around. It's energy. It's execution. Mm-hmm. It's repetition. We love it here. That's what we're doing at the Widehorn Project. We're just That's repeating. We're repeating this formula. We're bringing you guys quotes, and we're trying to break them down, make them relevant. For everybody that's mm-hmm. out there listening, we appreciate you guys. Alec, I need to know, what are you thinking when you hear wax on, wax off? Simplicity, repetition, doing something so simple that you don't know is going to have such a significant impact on your life, maybe five minutes down the road, five years down the road. Doing something something so simple that can allow you to learn a valuable lesson without even knowing that you're doing it. You know what I think of? I used to do <clears throat> landscaping. and Did you do landscaping too? I did, the, yes, in college. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I thought. Yeah, I did too. Um, so I used to think about this guy, Walt. He was like my somewhat mentor in the landscaping business. Essentially, I was his bitch, right? So I just had to do all the stuff that Walt didn't want to do. Walt mowed the lawns, I weed whacked, right? So Walt, when we first started, he said, come on, kid, we're going to watch. He always called me kid too. <laughs> and I was like, all right, whatever. So we used to walk the perimeter of all of the houses. We would walk the perimeter of all the little obstacles in the yards that we'd go to. And we would have like 25 different houses. So he was like, we, we're gonna, we did this for like the first couple of weeks. And then I was like, all right, it's getting kind of lame. Like I get where we're doing, but blah, blah, blah. I figured it had to do with weed whacking. And he told me like, you know, you got to know like where you're going, which rhythm to go and all this stuff. So did that and then we just started getting right into the weed whacking and then reps dude reps dude reps dude reps dude every single week doing it by the time i was doing it i was the first one in the truck waiting sitting on my phone drinking a gatorade while they're still busting their butts on the the sit down mowers right funny analogy but long story short it just comes down to reps it comes down to simplicity trust patient dedication understanding the process i don't know hot take wax on wax off i mean pretty easy right i mean that's, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. So here we you are. Key, you keyed in on some really important things there too, right? So it's the idea that you're going into it, you're doing the repetitions, you're getting more comfortable, you're becoming familiar with the surroundings, the tools, everything that you're utilizing there. And that gives mm-hmm. you the opportunity to not go on autopilot, but in a way kind of, kind remo- of. remove the heavy mental lift of learning a new skill. That is so valuable because anything in life that you're doing and executing perfectly or to the best of your ability, right? Ultimately comes down to the idea of removing your brain and removing all of that complicated second guessing, thinking about what you're doing. When you're just feeling fluid and it's coming naturally, you're gonna, Mm -hmm. by by a factor of that, as a result, produce the best results that you possibly can. 100%, yeah. Yeah, no, and so go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, no, um, I started mentoring this new kid at work. Honestly, I gotta tell you about this. Full circle. So tangent, let's, let me just go here for a quick second. I used to sell this suite when I was working at the Padres. I used to sell it. And I used to sell all the suites. But, I mean, we used to – I remember using this one suite as, like, an example, as, like, a visual piece. Blah, blah, yep. Blah. Company hits with the, hit the company email, and they go, hello, employees. 
Wanted to let you know, as a treat for all the work you've been doing, we just purchased a sweet lease at Petco Park. Please feel free to utilize this space as you please. Here are tickets to tonight's game. And it's just crazy how that came full circle for me, having worked there, selling the suite, and now being the client in the suite. Anyways, that's a tangent. So I'm currently mentoring um, a guy that came on over from the Padres, right? So we kind of have like that Padres background. Yep. And... This quote actually applies directly to what we're doing because we started talking about how like you got to go slow to go fast. You need to understand the process. That way you can build your habits. That way you can build your templates. I mean, if you want to use like, well, I don't know, like text boxes or like email templates, whatever it might be to talk to clients, you got to understand the process before you can really go ahead and just dive right on in. Now, I think it's good to dive right on in at sometimes, right? Like in our job and in our business, you kind of have to dive head on head first fail a little bit in order to know how the business operates. But long story short, what I'm trying to get at is going slow to go fast allows you to be efficient and effective and it actually, you know, proves profitable and improves sales, improves bookings, whatever you want to call it. So, um, yeah, man, I don't know. I've just, I've been on a high lately about this whole, like, I don't know, trusting the process and life in general, like life trusting the process kind of stuff. So everything's been good for me and in, in that front. So yeah, it's just fun. It's been funny. I like what you're talking about there because I think I see it in my own life as well. You know, breaking things down and getting into the weeds of stuff, but at a slow and steady pace. It's equal parts physical as it is mental. And I and we talked about this in previous episodes, but I really want to highlight it because I do think it's important when you talk about like waxing on and waxing off, right? Just mm -hmm. waxing a car, whatever the hell they're even talking about in the Karate Kid. It's not the physical action itself that is difficult. It's actually, in my opinion, the mental component of it, of staying on task and staying deliberate in your actions, right? So as you're going through this, this motion and whatever it may be in life that is simple as waxing on and waxing off is, you need to really train yourself mentally to adjust to that and, and to be comfortable with the repetition because the physicality of it is not necessarily the barrier or the difficulty. It's actually maintaining that mm -hmm. mental clarity and that focus to continue to execute on that over and over again and do so in a way that's going to lead to success. Yep. That's going to give you the opportunity to actually be there in the present moment and enjoy it. So I love that it's not just the physical action, but it's actually that mental piece that's really yeah. interesting in my opinion. 100%. You ever, you ever wax a car before? <laughs> a few times. It didn't come out great. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It actually sucks. It's really hard. But um, it's uh, – yeah, I don't know. I, it is like kind of – it's like not hard. Um, but I do think about like – I could just kind of feel like while I'm sitting here right now, my arms getting just sore and tired <laughs> from just kind of like doing this and doing that. But uh, yeah, man. Funny stuff. Funny stuff. Yeah. Karate Kid. Good movie. I actually, yep. did, they just came out with a um, – a series, Cobra, Cobra mm. Kai, Cobra Kai, I think, on Netflix. Oh, hell the, yeah, uh, Cobra Kai. Have you seen that? Yeah, Strike <laughs> First, Strike Hard, or something like that. Yeah. I, I'm a huge... <laughs> I'm a huge fan. I actually have a t-shirt. It's a cutoff, naturally. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen it before. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge fan. And it comes it comes from uh, just growing up and like my dad yeah. showing me those movies and kind of growing up. Obviously, that was before our time. So we're, yeah. a, little, we're a little bit um, – it, it was a bit outdated by the time I was viewing it for the first. But it was still like an incredible movie. Yeah. And having this series come back 
is really been awesome just to see how they've taken a lot of those old tropes and played on a lot of the nostalgia factor from from yeah. you know the karate kid franchise brought it into to the the um you know current everyday world and mm-hmm. made it more modern that's really again what we're trying to do here in wide horn yeah. it's like uh-huh. we're taking shit that's in a lot of cases outdated or things that exist already in popular culture and we're trying to make mm-hmm. it more relevant more current yeah, it's so. being a little, being a little more current yeah you, you, you said something that i want to go back to just i just want to hear more and maybe it's a good insight for our fans and our, our listeners to listen to um was your family and your household like you know growing up were you guys a movie household where like because in my house my mom would be like friday night i don't care we're getting we're getting takeout and we're watching a movie around the couch and you know as a kid you're kind of just like oh fuck like i, I just I, you know i'm down for it but i'm not you know yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yep. um but it, it was always a good time uh was your family like that too Yep, definitely. And I think it's funny because you don't really appreciate it in the moment because you're young and your brain's all over the place. Mm-hmm. You'd rather be like hanging out with girls or going to the mm-hmm. movies with like your friends rather than sitting <laughs> yeah, on the couch. having your mom drop you off at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rather than sitting on the couch with your family. But that, I mean, it's kind of like waxing on and waxing off in the sense of like mm-hmm. going through the family motions in the process. Like yeah. it's simple and it's easy, but your brain, I feel like, at least for me, always wanted mm-hmm. to be someplace else. And it's crazy how a little bit of perspective and time away from, you know, the circumstances circumstances that you grew up in really makes you appreciate and understand mm-hmm. how important and integral that was to like at least my yeah. own development and the personality that that I um, express you know now as an adult it's really cool to see how little things like that and having the fortune to you know have your family want to do those things with you and yeah. have you be a part of that it creates a culture and a community mm-hmm. and it's things that we try to emulate I think with our own friends and our own mm-hmm. you know work groups it's like the more you can inject sort of a ritualistic practice into those mm-hmm. things and and make it something that um maybe not everybody is into at the time but grows into you really do appreciate that and i don't know I, that's kind of where my head was going i was thinking of those types of of situations growing up is like you know when my when my family would do those things um, i definitely didn't appreciate as much as i do now but i'm grateful mm-hmm. that i did still you know do those do those events yeah now you you, you hit something um hit, you hit on something that i thought was kind of cool like the things that you did maybe as growing up with friends or family, whatever, whatever, you know, it was, you kind of implement into your other groups nowadays. So like we started doing dinner parties and Mm -hmm. not that we would have a lot of dinner parties growing up at the house, but you know, I was always around like a ton of family and like, we would always have big dinners and like catered dinners and like potluck, like you bring this, you bring that, you bring dessert, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of brought that out of my friend group out here, which has been great. And it adds just so much camaraderie and whatnot. And I know we're getting totally off track of the quote and I really don't care to be quite honest with you, but (laughs) I I think it's just funny how you look back on that from when you were growing up, you didn't think about how much of an impact it would have on you now and kind of what it's led to and and how it's unfolding. But I'm excited, dude. By the way, um, moving into a new place this weekend, very excited for that. Gonna be hosting a big dinner party. Um, Speaking of which, you ever do one of those mystery crime nights where it's uh who done it yeah who done it dude that's so funny you said that so the book the one i just bought is a murder mystery on the night train <laughs> i got it at like michael's or like marshall's one of those stores i'm gonna set up the whole pad i'm gonna give everybody a card i think i'm gonna mail out actual invitations but it's gonna be pretty it's gonna be pretty freaking fun yeah but that's uh, awesome but yeah. see those, those are all simple things so it does it does come back to the quote it's yeah, like, it is simple it, they're simple little waxing on waxing off it's like mm-hmm. it's such a small little detail but it does actually make the difference at the end of the day and 
being able to understand that like life is really composed of all those types of simple actions, they, mm-hmm. they accumulate into something that's amazing. And like this dinner party that you're going to have also congrats on the new apartment. It's going to be Appreciate amazing. It. Hoping to get out to San Diego soon to uh, see yeah. it all in person, but you gotta see the pad. yeah, but that's going to be an amazing experience. And like, these are the kinds of things that, um, you know, if anybody that's listening, you know, these, these are the types of things, if you're not implementing, it doesn't, maybe it doesn't need to be a dinner party. Maybe it's just like a hangout. Maybe, you yeah, know, you're fucking matter. 12 years old and, you're like dinner parties are lame as shit or maybe you're 30 and you're like i don't have any friends to do dinner parties with you know find people that that you know maybe it's loved ones whatever family doesn't doesn't really matter but do things like that because it's it's wicked important to be in a situation where you feel like there's a sharing of each other of yourself of the culture that's just going to make your life more full more gracious more Mm -hmm. um accepting of just the circumstances. It just makes your life better when you're able to mm-hmm. go and do those things. So yeah. that's really cool. I'm jealous. I wish I had a group that large. I have a couple of friends here in Boston, but it's yeah. not on that level. <laughs> no, we, we got we lucked out only because – and I've told you before. I might have mentioned it on the podcast before, but we have a lot of people that – who relocated to San Diego, didn't have family here, and then this kind of core group kind of came our family. So it's kind of been nice to be able to bounce ideas off one another, to be able to kind of like lean on one another. Like, for example, when we're moving this weekend, a lot of those people are going to come over and, and help us. And they've actually they actually offered, they asked, hey, do you need any help? Which is, which is actually pretty awesome. Think about like, there's been times in the past where I had to move, and like, you ever have to ask somebody to help you move? It kind of oh, sucks. Yeah. They're kind of, you're kind of just like uh, you're gonna drop a bomb on you right here, man. I know you don't want to do it, but I, got, I need your help. But it's yep. great when they when they offer for you. And I'm just gonna buy you know pizza, order like you know order some pizzas, get a rack of beer, and just you know hang out for the rest of the night, make it fun. Yeah. No, uh, keep, yeah, it, keep it simple, stupid. Keep is, it simple, stupid. Kiss. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. That's the mentality with stuff like that. I think the more simplistic and the easier you can mm-hmm. make it on everybody. Like it's it's much more appreciated when there's no pressure. There's no like need for it to be this extravagant thing. You just go in, mm-hmm. good people. You have a great time, and it, it's going to be an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear about it. We like I'm to sorry. always, I feel like, debrief <laughs> each other whenever we go through shit like this. So um, ha- have these events. So I- I'm really excited yeah. to hear how it goes. Appreciate it, dog. Yeah, good. Well, hey, I think this is a good place for us to stop. You know, quotes, we dissect them. We love them. Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're serious. I don't know. It's the Wide Horn Project. You got to listen in to find out. 15 to 20 minute episodes. You know we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Music. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you guys for showing us the love. Really, really do. It means a lot. We wouldn't be here without you. Finishing off volume two really soon. Volume three coming soon. Take care.